This is the Epilogue audio experience. From recognizing that we were a part of where America is going um, and being able to like be a part of that and set the tone with this like welcome symbol that's not just welcoming humans, but is about welcoming nature at a time that we're also thinking about climate change, I think is just exciting. Welcome to where East meets West in collaboration with Apolog and America Meditating Radio. I'm your host, Sister Jenna, and I'm so excited for us to be rolling out this new show for you. It's all about how we can bridge the connection between the culture, the values, the, the way of being from the West, from the East, and see what are some of the benefits, what are some of the learning pools that we can bring forward in our life. How can we bridge divides? and no longer talk about who we think is better or worse, which culture, which race is higher or lower, to stop all of that, but to basically learn more about each other. And in particular, the world of India and America is big for me on the the scale because being half Indian, half African Caribbean, like our vice president in the United States, I'm looking at us having these shows to have really deep, meaningful conversations with people who are similar, people who maybe have been raised in the USA or who have been in and out of India or have traveled the world, or individuals who just see things from a different perspective and have a very inclusive way of living and existing. I have three exciting guests that I had to interview and bring on air. They're from the Colum Project, and let me give you a little bit of an insight on who they are. With the election of President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, whose mother is of Indian descent, three Indian American women created the inauguration Colum 2021 project to creatively welcome the new administration and Vice President Harris. In particular, as she became the first Asian American and Caribbean American woman to hold a nationally elective office, this public art offering was featured in the official presidential inauguration kickoff events. How sweet is that? So our guests today are the three creators of the project, Shanti Chandrasekhar, Somya Somnath, and Rupal Shah. So let me tell you a little bit about who they are. Shanti Chandrasekhar is a Maryland artist who has been drawing and painting since early childhood. Shanti has a deep understanding of columns from her grandmother, formal training, and her own practice. While many of Shanti's works are influenced by her Indian heritage, her true inspiration comes from the mystery and majesty of the world around her. Somya Somnath brings together three amazing skill sets. She's a structural engineer who has spearheaded a decade of design and construction projects throughout the U.S., a community water, sanitation, and hygiene education specialist, focusing on community development projects in various countries. And she's a Tamil mother raising two beautiful daughters with language, culture, and wisdom of her family traditions. Somya is also the energy behind tippytap.org and an incredible advocate for the power of hand washing to save lives. I'm sure her kids love her at home. (laughs) Our third guest, Rupal Shah enjoys being a journey woman of the Narmada Parikrama and an energizer bunny of service project, woman after my own heart. 
She co-founded and co-led Indie Corps Service for the Soul Fellowship Program, helping Indians from around the world understand self and heritage through immersive grassroots community-based service in India. She encourages family and friends to be very good stewards of the earth. And it's really my honor to welcome these three women to Where East Meets West. We are so excited to bring on these incredible ladies. You've heard their introduction. You've heard a little bit about what they've been doing. And I want to get right into it because when I heard about the Colum project, I was like, what's that? What's Colum? What's the difference of that and Rangoli? And so I had all these questions in my mind and I'm going to get right into it. So let me start off with maybe Shanti. Shanti, tell us a little bit about how you all came together and started this whole incredible gift offering, especially at this time with a new administration in the United States. I think it is serendipity when energies have to join together and come together and make something beautiful. It happens. And uh, um, I have been working with Colin for many years. And uh, RuPaul just called me like first week of December. And she said, would you be interested in doing Colum project like with the DC public schools? And I love working with children. And so I was like, yes, let's do it. And it's gonna be a big scale project in terms of number of students. And uh, then I said, yeah, I do have some ideas. And then she said, let me get Sonia on. And I didn't know who Sonia was. I had heard of RuPaul's name. Uh, and so the three of us were on the phone and it was bringing in three different energies together. Um, and for me, I, I'm not an organizer. I just do my artwork quiet in my house, my studio, you know, that's the kind. And, you know, these two energies came completely different from anything that I was used to. And uh, when they came up with this idea, I was like, yes, I have all these ideas in my mind and we can work on it. It is feasible. We can do it. And uh, next it came one, together. To January. Wow. Wow, that's great. Rupal, so what, what was, where did the thought come from? What, you were just dreaming one night, you woke up and said, you know what, I want to do a project with kids, <laughs> come on. What was it? Well, uh, like uh, you, I wasn't sure I knew the difference between a column and a rangoli. I actually learned about a column uh, through a video lecture that Shanti did uh, in November and um, knew that the um, incoming administration, uh, Kamala Harris has a background also from South India, from Tamil Nadu. Um, Samya uh, has been teaching her children uh, a lot about Tamil culture and uh, she and I have done a couple of classes for the DC public schools as well, um, just on Indian culture generally. And I don't know, like uh, I think Shanti has it right. It's sort of kind of like, um, I don't think the idea is of us. I think it sort of uh, came together on its own through us. Um, I don't know how to say that differently, but the, the fun of it um, is the ways that everybody else um, also got it instantaneously um, when it sort of uh, was, was addressed, right? The DC public schools joined, um, a lot of people from Shanti's Facebook communities joined, and even the, the Justice Arts Coalition, so we had women and incarcerated women, 
make these incredible sort of uh, pieces that came together into this beautiful column. Yeah, that must have been so powerful, especially the the women that have been incarcerated. I've been working a lot with women that have been released, that are now returning citizens, and that's been a learning experience for me to see how much richness is in the souls, and that was locked away, you know, because of a mistake or a choice that one made. Anyway, that's another topic. So, Somia, where were you when Colum came to you and, you know, you're like, oh, wow, this will change your life in such a magnificent way? Uh, I grew up with the with the practice of Colum. It's funny, I never think of it as an art form, uh, which obviously it is, but I think of it as a meditative daily practice. Uh, and then Rupal called me up and said, what do, you th- what do you know about Colums? What do you think about Colums? And I always tend to tease Rupal a little bit about her Gujaratiness and her... Uh, lack of Tamil vocab. So I was quite pleased. I was like, oh, a new Tamil word of the day for you. Um, And it's just such a lovely opportunity, right? I grew up in a lot of different places where Tamil culture was not the dominant one. And so somehow subconsciously, I think my practice of of a home culture, so to speak, has been very inward uh, and sort of behind closed doors. And so with kids now raising them in America, I'm almost forced to look at it from a different perspective, right? Like, how can I put it outward? How can they be proud about it? How can we do it in a way that, um, you know, this cultural identity brings you closer to people, not necessarily brings you away from people as, as sometimes identity does. Uh, and so Rupal said, can we, can we do something with Golems? Kamala Harris's mother is from South India, is from Tamil Nadu. Uh, can we make it big? Can we get lots of people involved? And I thought, that sounds intriguing. That sounds fun. Um, that sounds like a lot of work, which I'd like to underscore. I'm sure it was. <laughs> because eight weeks of, uh, of magic uh, and chaos brought this together. But there was just something really intriguing and continues to be, I think, intriguing about how can we share culture in a way that brings people together? And I think the Cohen Project did that. For bringing this to the forefront because it's something I've not known of. And this is what I love about East meets West is that we're going to learn so much about things that maybe... I didn't know about, of course, but maybe the whole world didn't know about. So what is Colum? I'm not going to do any justice of it because I've seen your video over and over again. And I go, that's deep. That's deep. And every time I played back, I went, wow, that's so deep. Tell us, what is Colum? Colum uh, is um, this living traditional art form from... Uh, in India, there are like lots of different um, drawings, but in Tamil Nadu, the women to this day, they draw this kolam every morning at sunrise in front of the houses. It's done on the floor. It's also done during sunset. It's during the threshold of space and time kind of. So it's like in front of the house, on the floor, on the ground. So you clean it up with a broom and sprinkle water on earth. And in the morning, you make these dots using powdered um, rice or um, rock powder. And you just take a little bit of the powder in your hand and make dots on the ground and you bend at your hips. So you don't sit down, you don't kneel down, you try. That's the best way to do it. (laughs) Not everyone does it, but you make these dots, um, pinching out a little bit of the powder on the ground. You're not using any tools, any measurement, um, or anything like that. And you just 
eyeball these dots on the ground, which in itself is very meditative. So you take a pinch and you make these little dots and verticals or depending on the kind of grid you want. And then you have these lines that weave around these dots. There are certain rules, but there is also the freedom to express your own paths there. But you also have to maintain a symmetry. So this is what is done on the ground and people start walking over it and it's gone. So do they walk so they walk on what was designed early in the mornings? Yes. Okay. It's right. walked over. It's gone. In the um, in the villages and rural or when I was growing up, they would make a smaller column also in the evening at sunset. So it is basically um, working at uh, the threshold of space and time, like the inside, outside, the day and night. And there is that transition from one to another. And uh, so the column is done. You make this beautiful piece, drawing on the ground. You let go of it. And it is about impermanence. It is about non-attachment. And it's walked over. And then you make another one. And it's the cycle. It kind of teaches you detachment, doesn't it? Like yes, you can't definitely. hold on to anything. Life is a mm -hmm. constant flow, a constant moving, moving forward. Um, Rupal or Somnia, please share. Um, what is the significance of it, though, to say that I can't see myself going out every morning and doing this in front of the house, but internally I see that I do the work in my head. Um, but in addition to that, what's the significance of us doing that even in these particular times? So I think one of the words that's really popular in my house right now, because I have small children, is the word unitask. Um, and I feel like when one draws a kulam, for me at least, my mind is on that and that alone. And I don't have enough of those moments where I'm not multitasking tomorrow's shopping list or yesterday's dinner or whatever the things are that are to-do list, right? I mean, I think um, it's very meditative. What a wonderful treat to have your mind be focused on the present, on what you're doing for just a few brief moments and I feel what a gift to give yourself, right? You're starting the day with something like that. I mean, we should all be so lucky and have that. It's so necessary almost. There's a lot of symbology, and I think I'm sure Rupal and Shanti will add to it. But it's this idea that the dots are obstacles and you weave these lines around them in the same way that you find ways around these obstacles. And you, as you get older and more skilled in golems and are able to weave more elaborately around them, so too will you find more solutions to life's uh, challenges, right? The idea that all are welcome. I mean, it's made of rice flour, which draws insects and birds and ants. And that's okay, right? It's like all are welcome. I mean, nature to, to Mother Lakshmi, right? All are welcome. It's this piece about you see this beautiful thing before you walk into a home, whether yours or someone else's, and you've had a grumpy day. And I'm hopeful that we can all relate to that feeling. But there's something that stops you for a moment and somebody put work into this beautiful thing to greet you. It's like, hey, none of none of that grumpiness is worth that. Right. So there's just so many beautiful pieces. I was actually um, taught as a child on Shanti, and I feel like I should share this now, seven, eight weeks after our project, but to never walk on it because it was like that's somebody's effort that you did it. But it's still so impermanent. Right. I mean, in a in a time when we're when we take pictures of the food we eat to document it, right? There's nothing sort of impermanent or ephemeral anymore. And this idea that this, this work of love is just released to the animals and to the insects and to the wind and to the people walking over. 
And for you to do it again the next day is so moving. Oh, I'm getting all emotional. Good Lord. I know, I know. I'm feeling it too, because it's interesting. Um, I came across something very funny the other day that in like another 20 or 40 years, so to speak, people will go back and instead of showing pictures of themselves growing old, they'll be showing food that they've eaten. It's just what people do nowadays. And I'm not quite sure what's the significance of taking pictures. I've not taken picture of food or selfies. So I'm not quite sure if I'll get into that genre, but let's just see. Um, you know, looking at Colum and looking at the current energy in the United States of America, globally right now, everywhere, with India going through its crisis with the farmers, with America still trying to heal from a previous administration, and I don't know, beginning to recognize how much, as Americans, there's a need for more information, perhaps more understanding, more love. In what way can Kolam help somewhere like America, or even like India, how can Colum help us to understand ourselves maybe just a little bit better so we can usher through just a better culture? Rupal? So, yeah, so thanks for that. I love the way you put those dots together. I love, and I'm loving sort of Colum and the lines and dots connecting all day is sort of a, a really fun um, imagery. I, I think that's exactly why we did this for the inauguration. I think that our recognition that it's a spirit offering um, for one, that it is about welcoming a new day um, or a new time in the way that Shanti described the thresholds. It's about going around obstacles. It's about meditation. It's about bringing lines and dots, um, if not together, uh, through a flow that flows through you. And I think that the ability to ask people to do something like that in a pandemic um, that allowed them to do something at home. Um, and what I don't know if you got a chance to see the video, but basically what we asked people to do was make a tile at home. Each person was given a dot, essentially, and to decorate and put themselves in as much as they could into that dot. And then our work was to put those dots together um, and weave the, the line so that they flowed. Um, but it was sort of this tapestry, this quilt of all these beautiful stories of people coming together. And I think you're so right. At a time where there's a lot of conversation about how different we are, there's something actually pretty beautiful about bringing a meditative practice uh, involving the simplicity of dots and lines, which actually isn't so simple because Shanti did a million and one mathematical calculations uh, to make this column happen, um, I think is actually quite fun. So what's the vision for Colum? What are you all seeing in the future where the Colum project's concerned? No, there are just almost so many openings because uh, uh, Colum is a very versatile tool in a way, whether it is meditation or it is art, it is very mathematical. When you pick a, an, a, a theme and column could be a wonderful analogy or metaphor in terms of like how to explain something. Like a lot of times your learning um, comes in from understanding something that you already know and then take it to the next level. And I think that I think is what column could be used. I don't know if that's the word. Um, the more people know it, understand what it is. Because I think from... 
I, what it shows is that there are rules, there are restrictions, and within those, you can still be as creative as you want to be. And I think that in itself is the message in terms of which our space, it could be a museum, it could be open air, it could be in schools, in you know any space that needs to, and the size changes. We have a really large one. But, you know, we could make a small one. So there's just this, uh, I think it's the sharing. I call it the power of lines. Yes, And I uh, I think that is where I, this is one of them. And every culture has. And I think through Colum, the larger one that I would like to see happen is that people will go back to their roots, their cultures, and see that they also have something that is so powerful. And I think the diversity is what makes life interesting. Without it, it would just be so boring. And I think Colum's part would be making that happen everywhere. Definitely. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's it does. what I... No, it does. It does. Go ahead, guys. So, so yeah, I just, yeah, I just wanted to add to that just some of the nitty gritty. So there will be a physical installation in April, hopefully in front of the Capitol building. Um, just to have sort of that that physical offering uh, come to life. I think one of the things that I hope will come out of it for me personally is I feel a little bit braver and more courageous about certain elements of my life now that are okay to share. Does that make sense? That seems, you know, the kolam, we talked about what's the difference between a kolam and a rangoli. So the rangoli is awesome, but it's, it's, it's a louder, shinier sister of the kolam in some ways, right? It's a lot of the the colors. Whereas, what do we have? We have the white um, rice powder against a dark background, right? Even when I introduced columns to my children, I'm embarrassed to say I introduced rangolis first. And I'm like, look at this explosion of color. Look at this riot of color. It's very exciting and loud. And I wave my hands a lot, right? But a quieter, simpler, more traditional art form um, was also kind of cool, right? People took to it. People got the symmetry and the balance and the harmony and the weaving around. And so I feel like hey, I got more of these in our, in our cultural toolkit. We can bring more of them out. And so I think carrying that energy forward is something that I'd like to see us do both individually and collectively. To see the installation, I, I think that would be so great. Um, yeah. How did you guys feel when you were included in the official inauguration to bring in the project? Because I'm sure you had no idea it would get to that level. I mean, were you guys excited or were you so cold and cool that you're like, yeah, we knew this was gonna happen? <laughs> you know what's been really fun about that is to be able to bring in a different voice. Um, we had a, an event um, on the 20th itself with all of the people, well, we invited all the people who submitted their column tiles and we thought about it as our own sort of column ball in sorts, but it would have been people who would have otherwise not been able to go to a real ball, right? We were, um, and I think what's really, really fun about it is even the stories, like I think the one thing that I walk away with from the column is there were tiles that people submitted that are like, seriously official artwork. Like they should be in some museum because somebody can draw like, like I just unbelievably. And then there were tiles um, that were super simplistic that were um, there was ones that children's made. There was even one that my uncle made that I talk about a lot that literally is one green crayon and the entire section colored green. And if you put those super exciting tiles together, the ones that are like museum pieces against these other ones, 
all of them are absolutely exquisitely beautiful. Like you don't look and say, oh, that one is pretty. This one looks like, you know, somebody who has a little less artistic skill made it. There's something about the weave that I think is extraordinary. And I think the lessons from hearing people's stories, from watching what it meant to them, from recognizing that we were a part of where America is going um, and being able to like be a part of that and set the tone with this like welcome symbol that's not just welcoming humans, but is about welcoming nature at a time that we're also thinking about climate change, I think is just exciting. Like there's something about that that says, it was like it was like a gift. It was it wasn't even like, oh, we've been recognized. It was like, oh, thanks for the platform, because everybody needs to hear and see from all of these people who submitted the tiles. And I think that's the piece that was the most fun. Um, and if if we have some time during this, I think it would also be really fun because I agree with Samia. Uh, I come from the flashy Rangoli side of the world. Uh, and so I think that recognizing the beauty of these dots, even if they're not physical, is actually kind of fun. So it Shanti does a little meditation where she actually has us close her eyes at the beginning and actually do um, columns kind of uh, in spirit. Um, so if we have a moment, I think it'd be fun to invite her. Just to add to Rupal's thing, um, when we, we found out, well, first of all, that was a lot of work too. I feel like I'm the grumpy old person who's like, that was a lot of work to have to put that video together uh, at such short notice. But um, we, it just, it just reminded us, it affirmed that more exciting than telling your story is being the keeper and holder of other people's stories and getting to share things that other people might not have the opportunity to. Like what an honor and a gift for that. And I think I, I remember that only when we finally saw it air and people called up and said how much it meant to them. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's why. Right. So that was yeah. so and um, I will hold that feeling, I think, close for a long time. Long time. OK, so um, Shanti, thank you. That's beautiful. Could you take us into one of those meditation things that Rupal was sharing that you do so well with Colum? Sure. Let's start with sitting comfortably. And close your eyes. Imagine you are at the doorway in front of a house in India, and it is sunrise. And you are at the doorway looking down at the earth in front of this house. Now with a broom, sweep away the dirt that has settled overnight and the, from the previous day. Sprinkle water from a bucket with your fingers. In such a way, you don't create a puddle, but it is just softly sprinkled to let the dust settle down. Feel the coolness of the earth under your feet and smell the freshness of the earth, the wet earth. Now hold a bowl of kola marble, the kolam powder in your left hand, and take a pinch of the white powder with your right hand. Bend down at your hips, and draw three dots vertically by pinching out the powder. And the three dots are about three inches apart. So when you draw these three, make sure that they're evenly spaced. Now make two dots, one to the right of the center dot and another to the left of the center dot. Now refill your column powder in your fingers. And now you're going to draw a line connecting the midpoint between the 
horizontal darts, the one, the, the one on your right and the middle one, all the way go diagonally to the one above, like the vertical one. And extend that line as you pinch out and feel the coarse powder, which is like going to slip out of your fingers around the top dart and make your way around it after creating the loop and go towards the one that is on the right. So do the diagonal line, go around and make a loop and repeat this with the bottom dart. And then you would eventually reach back the point where you started. And there you complete the final loop there. So you have four loops and a square in the center and that's your cola. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Ladies, it's been a treat having each and every one of you on our Where East Meets West segment. It's been very moving for me and also quite informative. Are there any, I don't know, closing remarks that you'd like to offer our listeners, something that would be a key takeaway for them to connect their lives with Colum? And in whatever way they can also be of support to the project, could you leave us with some sort of a contact information as well? So uh, I, I'll say something and then hopefully Samia and Shanti will add. I just want to say thank you. I, uh, we were excited to be a part of this show um, because we got a chance to hear how you use meditation um, as a way to bridge um, and heal. And I feel like in some ways this was our offering uh, in the same capacity um, you can check out our website at 2021colum.com. It will include the information for when we actually do the installation in front of the U.S. Capitol. Uh, we hope sometime in late April or early May. Um, if COVID abates, we'd love to invite folks to come out and be a part of it. Uh, and if not, we hope to share it virtually. Um, but either way, we hope that you walk away with some of the spirit of the column and the idea that uh, it's something that all of us can do in our own way, uh, whether we think of ourselves as artists or not, simply to be able to add a physical kind of meditation that really welcomes a new day, um, perhaps every day. So I think that's our uh, wish and hope and uh, thank you. I think um, with this column project, we were able to bring so many different people from all different walks of life and age, like from three to 95, from school students to even children in daycare centers. And uh, we were just able to reach out to so many, so many different people. They were artists and there's still schools asking if they could be part of it. And all of this was done with people coming together and putting the, their energies together because otherwise it's a piece of cardboard that was repurposed, a signboard, and four sheets of printed paper. You know, it's all these materials that are totally accessible within the house. Like you pick it up from home and you put it together and you put your ideas. You don't have to be an artist. You don't have to, you know, feel like, you know, where is mine gonna look good? Because when it all comes together, there is no difference. Yeah. And it's all connected in such a way, almost like each one coming with a piece of quilt patch, or like a story patch, and putting it together to create this tapestry, like where everyone 
has to be part of it to make this column happen. And we did this with a lot of um, family and friends who were, uh, you know, volunteers given so much of their precious time to be part of it. And all the parties. That they did. I'm so glad they did, Shanti. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is how this current administration speaks volumes to what Colum would represent in terms of the diversity, the inclusivity. I mean, tears come to my eye when I think about this current administration and how it seems so well put together, but also the fact that I know it has a very you know, arduous journey ahead of itself. But um, can the Colum project be something that can assist in making it a little bit easier to and I think it can. So Mia, any last minute sharings before we close off? No, I think they've said it really well. Just go to 2021colum.com, draw a column, take a breath. It will all be okay. So everyone, thank you so much for taking the time to join us where East meets West with these incredible ladies, Somia, Shanti, and Rupal from the Colon Project. For more information, do keep in touch with them. I think this is a really important thing. And all of you all the way in India, you can participate and do your Colon too. You don't have to just do your Rangolis. <laughs> you can do this and participate. And look, India also needs healing. Huh? There's so much going on everywhere. East west, north, south. We all need to come together. We all need to go inside of ourselves, tap into what is pure, what is right, what is true, and then come together and do the work. It's going to be all right. You know, it's a lot less energy to be more caring and understanding than to hate and fight one another. So you choose. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you again real soon. Take care. Thank you so much for joining Where East Meets West. If you like the show today, please let us know. Drop us a DM or a comment at a blog on Instagram or on our website or go to America Meditating and let us know how you feel. Don't forget to subscribe and keep in touch. All the very best.